On today's episode of Open Box Policy, we obviously have, I don't know why I said obviously, but we have Jamie back. (laughs) You should know that, and if you don't know that, stop listening. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. We obviously have Jamie back on. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Lionel Richie and tramp stamps. What what do they have in common? It's it's really weird. <laughs> we find out that Jamie's kids don't feel pain, no. and I have a personal story about how her kid doesn't feel any pain whatsoever. Ruthless. And it's awesome. And Adam feels a lot of pain. And I feel, yeah, and we end up getting into empathy, and we talk about how empathetic I am and how I actually get really overwhelmed with, with feeling, and I don't like it. Listen, Jamie told us about her embarrassing lower back tattoo, it's otherwise known worst. as a tramp stamp. It's the worst. And we want to see your worst tramp stamp. Send us your worst tramp stamp on our socials. I'll show f- you mine if you show me yours. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's the age-old question there. Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at OBP underscore raw. And if you would like to continue the conversation, you can reach out to us at obppodcast at gmail.com. Let's do it. Show me those tramp stamps because mine is probably the worst. Just... It yeah. was hot. Oh, live in the dark. And then what? It was so sweet. Oh, um Breakfast in bed. That's like that is a huge that's a big deal. It I is. get it for like Mother's Day. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever had breakfast in bed. I've had people like rap on my door and come in and like scratch on my back and say Hey, I, I made I you made breakfast. breakfast. That was me last night. Yeah, that was Dan. That was you. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that it. That was on Josh Day. right before he pulled the plug on the podcast. <laughs> Glenn gets it on Father's Day, but yeah, this morning, I don't know, he got up early and made bacon and eggs and sausage on toast and a bunch of other stuff, but um, yeah, he came in there and, oh, I made you breakfast in bed, and I just turned the lights off. <laughs> I don't, don't want to eat with the with the. Give me my food to leave. And he did, and then he came back in 10 minutes later until I wake and turn the lights on. I was like, turn it off. Yeah. My ex was really bad. I'm, I tiptoe. I'm always tiptoeing. And part of it is because I'm a really big man and I know that I make a lot of noise and I know that I, I'm, I'm kind of imposing. So if I wake up and you're in the room with me, I prefer to kind of tiptoe around and I'll, I'll like open a door really quietly and shut it really quietly and I'll, I'll like turn the water on really low and I try to be really cognizant. My ex was like you know like baby Huey just that's like that's how I am I, it's I think it's a man and woman thing yeah, so I'm I'm like that too see I wear an eye mask and earplugs every night ah uh, do you get up and well, walk around no with it? here's the thing is that so sleeping when, with earplugs is great when me and Glenn oh, yes when me and Glenn started dating after we had Al he had a bit of a snoring issue and not a lot but I got used to wearing earplugs every night Every night. And the face mask I've been wearing since I was like in high school, I hate the light. Like I hate it. Um, And so I put the earplugs in, the wax ones, because my ear canals are very small, oddly enough. Nice, yeah. Um, But so anyway, he got a sleep apnea machine (laughs) three years ago. But I'm so used used to no noise that I still wear my earplugs every night. So he can wake up in the morning and be loud as he wants, even though he's not. He's very good, um, and I don't hear anything. But when I wake up before him, 
I'm just I I am yeah I'm yeah, like the I don't Hulk. Think I do that. I'm like the Hulk. I'm just I'm yelling at the dog in the bedroom and I'm just opening and shutting doors. I scream at you. Yeah, I screamed. Yeah. Glenn, at my ex. Glenn I, sleeps through anything. I came out of bed and I during the middle of the night I'm I'm pretty good about if I wake up I go right back to sleep. But when during the morning hours, like right when the sun starts to come up, is when I start to become really a light sleeper, and I mm-hmm. want to continue it. And she'd slam doors and and slam. Oh my god! I screamed at the top of my fucking lungs one day, like, "What the fuck are you doing in there?" It sounded like <laughs> she was just like taking both arms and raking all of the pots <laughs> and pans out onto the ceramic oh, yeah. floor, and then putting it all back in, and then doing it again. Are you and like I, a- I lost my fucking mind, and so like I would, I would be. Cl- <laughs> this is my, the classic. This is what I would say every time. I would tell her, "Hey, if you would just close the door." Just close the bedroom door when you leave in the morning and everything's going to be fine. I would have like this very calm conversation. Everything's going to be fine. I'd wake up and I'd hear some noise and I would turn around. And if the door were closed, she had like, you know, followed my instructions and I wouldn't complain. (laughs) 99% of the time the door was open and I'd scream like, close the fucking door. I scream. (laughs) I do the same thing to Glenn. Man, I'd lose my shit. She she would come down the hallway. <laughs> I, you, I definitely think it's a man and woman thing because you know, like isn't it so going back to though. when you lived with your parents, you know, like you would get up and, and try to be all quiet, not to wake up anybody and everything. Your mom would wake up and she would just wreck shit all yeah. over the house. Well, I told you about my dad always gagging himself. <laughs> you would wake up to I'd his wake gagging. up to my fucking dad gagging himself every morning. <laughs> if you would listen to our fucking podcast, <laughs> sorry, yeah. But that uh, sounds awful. If you would just listen, I told a, a really as as it sounds. a fantastic story about how my dad brushes his teeth. Oh, my dad gags too. Yes. My dad. Oh my Jamie, God. Jamie, I wish you would listen to our fucking I podcast. I wish I would have heard that. My dad, so every time he brushes it. his teeth, does the same thing. Brush, brush. And yes. my mom. <laughs> my dad, my, the way that I learned how to brush my too. teeth when I was a child, we're going to rehash this. Yeah. The way that I learned how to brush my teeth when I was a child was with my dad always everything was very regimented like this is the way you do this and that's it he literally looked at me when I was a kid and he was like if, if you're not gagging you're doing it wrong <laughs> he's like if, if you if you do not brush your teeth and go all the way past your back teeth <laughs> Oh and God. like until until like the the toothbrush is falling off a cliff, Ugh. you're doing it wrong. So, and my, I, I mean, of course, I'm terrified. I'm like, what if I let go? Like, my, what if I let go of my toothbrush? My gone. dad yeah. does the same thing, but like my what mom is, always laughs at him. What is it with dads? My dad could deep throat. My dad, same thing. I remember watching him brush his teeth, and same thing. Here's the thing, though. My dad takes. What are the odds? What are the odds that both of our dads both? I would gag call themselves? him right now. He, he will. T- my mom will tell. Would, so would he gag over the phone for us? Yeah, dad, go a, get your tooth. It yeah. is his birthday. Hey, dad, can you brush <laughs> yeah. your teeth? My yeah. dad takes pride in the fact that he hasn't been to the dentist yep. in like twenty five years. Same here. Me too. And you know what he does? You know what he says that? And when he did finally go after twenty five years, not a single cavity. You know what he does? He sits in his office. He's a stockbroker, and he wipes the tartar. He takes the tartar off his teeth with a uh, paperclip, mm-hmm. and nice. he says that has kept. My mom always gave him shit. Go to the dentist. I don't need to. Go to the dentist. Finally, he went and he came home with this big smile like, 
Ha ha. Told uh-huh. you I didn't need I got to. nothing wrong with I me. I gag myself every morning for this. In <laughs> <preparation>. <laughs> right? Every yeah. morning and every 15 evening. 15 years of gagging and looking without, at so Without right. pain, there is I've, no success. I literally have never heard <laughs> yeah. of anybody else gagging. This is weird. It is. Like, this is weird. This is a match made in heaven. It is so funny. Yeah. Oh my God. My girlfriend always makes fun of me because I spend at least three to five minutes brushing my teeth every day. That's how my ex was. But I would like, brush her I'm teeth. Like, just scrub, scrub, scrub. Good. And it, there's yeah, toothpaste in coming down all down my fucking You're talking to a girl whose mouth is numb right now because. Yeah. <laughs> in and out. I'm in and out. Awful stuff. Just, <laughs> there too. are some times I won't even put too. toothpaste on there. I'm just like, right? here, this is good enough. <laughs> you just brush it's it. hard for yeah. me to force my children to do it. Yeah, like, I'll put like SOS pad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Glenn put, um, Glenn put, um, what was it the other day? Accidentally a cortisone cream on his Gross. That's. That's yeah. yeah, my dad got pissed off at me one time because I I put my we, you know all the drawers are segmented in my house, and I put a big fat tube of Clearasil in the toothpaste drawer, Ooh. and he went in in the dark one morning trying trying to be ca- like cool and not wake my yeah. fucking mom up. It's a male thing. He went in in the <laughs> and dark. Your mom would have flipped the light on, been like, nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just fucking started pulling everything out of the bottom of the cabinet and throwing it around. Yeah. Well, he went in in the dark and he squeezed out a big knob of clear sill and started brushing his teeth. Oh, yeah, he no. was pissed at me. He wasn't pissed at himself. He was mad at me. He was like, <laughs> you put the clear sill in the toothpaste drawer. Like, yeah, I mean, it's when, your you're, fault. when you're a dad, you blame the kids. Well, yeah. you, were, you were younger. He probably wasn't using the clear sill. No, it was me, yeah. Yeah. If you ain't gagging, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, think? I'm telling you. I wish you would listen to our fucking podcast. That was a great podcast. It was. It was a good It episode. was. It was. It was such a good episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. We even, we did posted, you, I mean, for Christ's sake, you don't even look at our okay, uh, social media. On. I posted First a thing of all, on there. Holy shit. I work from home with two fucking kids. You guys were doing hour and a half episodes. I don't have time for You don't pay attention it. to us. I well, don't have time. Admittedly, I think. But I would it, listen to my hour and a half episodes. Of course you would. Of course you <laughs> no, you'd listen really, to some I, fucking I crime wouldn't. podcast. But I really would. I love murder. I, I know. I know. It's, but I mean, come on. Let's be honest. We're like, this week, there's another murder. It's like, well, there. yeah, this we know week, that. Someone else. Every knows. murder is different. And every murder is super creepy and awesome. And I love it. Well, what okay. was. Oh, she posted on Snapchat. She mentioned to me or she might have mentioned to us last week that. Anytime that she tries to use her computer, her son will just sit there and like scream and bawl. Yeah, that was really. And so she, yeah, she sat down at her computer and she filmed over her shoulder, like him just behind her. Like I mean, you 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 would have thought she was like getting choked or something. I mean, he's just like. (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) so I I work from home. Crazy. And my main work days are basically Monday when Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then I'm free Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then I go back to work on Monday. But when my kids are in school, I have time off from them and I can work. But when they're not in school, I have to find the time. And yeah, so if I like get close trink, to my computer, tranquilizum. Oh, I wish. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, yeah. I wish. But if I get close to my computer, my son loses his shit. Yeah, he loses his fucking mind. It's, it was actually staggering. It's it startled me. Yeah, he's a bit of a titty baby. Uh, well, he's a bit of a titty baby. He is. He's cute, and he's gonna be tough. And the kid can like fall down and sure. just get up, keep running. And there, I mean, there are so many times that he's he's hit the deck or he's done something. And I'm. I think to myself like, "Oh wow, this is gonna be. This is gonna be yeah. bad. Yeah. Not a peep. If but I'm if not like around. you turn the corner and he can't see you or something, 
mind lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a mama's boy. He is, but I mean that's only gonna go for so long because he's gonna be a brave kid. So I take what I can. Every morning I come out. Every morning I get him. Oh, mama. And he thinks I'm like the best person in the fucking world. Yeah, so I'll take it. it. Like one yeah. more year of it. And then he's going to be like, I fucking yeah. hate you. Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the more. If I'm he's... not a dinosaur, he doesn't like me. <laughs> yeah. <basically. laughs> yeah. When he was a little kid, did it like when he fell, was your reaction like, oh my God. Or was it just like, get up. So with my daughter who's six, mm-hmm. like firstborn, for sure. Every time she fell. <gasps> but I've learned that when you do the. <gasps> Their reaction is, oh my God, what's wrong? Right. So now, like, I'm so hurt. now if he or she, I mean, she's a bit of a hypochondriac for sure. She is. She is. Scared to she death told of me blood. today, she told me today that her nostril hurt in the yeah. car. And I was like, <laughs> are you crying? Are you bleeding? Okay, I, you're fine. I think the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but one of the worst cuts your daughter ever had was when she was outside with me. Glenn went upstairs and she stepped on that piece of glass and And then uh, didn't Porter get a burn when he was with you guys too? Wicked burn. I should just never leave because no. one of those times I was not. Hey, didn't there. you guys get <laughs> slammered on the on his birthday? No, no, no. This is this is a different story. Yeah, Another so time they got slammered, a cut and a burn. The kid the kid went and just like laid his arm on a hot grill. Here's what's nuts. I looked over and was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He was like one. Yeah, he was a baby. It was roasted. And he just walked away. And I I snatched his arm and I looked at it. Yeah. And it was all white. Oh, man. I I looked at Glenn and I was like, I don't think your son can fucking feel pain, man. Like, I (laughs) would. L was like that as a baby. I would freak out. Right now, if I went downstairs and put my hand anywhere near my stove, I'll I'll recoil. This kid got roasted and never made a peep. He didn't make a peep until I snatched his arm and was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then we started putting – I had to run to the store. Glenn was like, oh, shit. Jamie's going to be pissed. <laughs> I had to run to the store, get some burn cream. The chick that I talked to was really hot. Which we uh, had burn cream, but Glenn's in nowhere but he, it is. That's why I had to get burn cream. So I found, some, I found some burn <laughs> so cream. So I just, I just was in charge of burning a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me so a she, number? She's like, so what's the burn cream for? And it's like, oh, some toddler laid his arm on a grill. <laughs> yeah. No big deal. He fell on the fire earlier. <laughs> um, I ran back. We put burn cream on him. We wrapped his arm up. And that's when he was like, like what the fuck is this? He like, get this like off that, me. Yeah. He, he didn't like it. But it blistered up. It was nasty. Uh, then L like stepped on a little piece of glass and freaked the fuck out, lost her mind. I snatched her up and I grabbed her foot and I'm like, everything is fine. Everything's fine. And I, so I really quickly like uncovered her foot. There was a little piece of glass. I like removed it real quick without her looking and she kept grabbing her foot and I'm like, let me grab it. And I put my hand on it and I'm like, see, everything's fine. (laughs) And then you snap her ankle. No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I I threw her into the backyard. (laughs) We, we pulled our hands off, and it started to bleed real bad. She hates blood. She God. lost her fucking mind. Oh, yeah. Here's my thing. When Elle, she lost was, her mind. when Elle was about Porter's age, I sat down with a pediatrician, and I literally said, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I know there's a disorder where like children can't feel pain. I feel like my daughter has it. <laughs> and the pediatrician laughed at me, and I go, I just watched her yesterday fall and smack her face on a metal plate at the doorstep. And she stood up bleeding and just smiled at me and ran away. And I go, I can't even. And she's, yeah. but your now, son made eye contact with Adam as he laid his own yeah, arm on right? the grill and was like, <laughs> yeah. "What's up, motherfucker?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And Doesn't when you do, phase I've always been the person like when a when you know I'd never go. Oh my god, are you okay? I always just go. <laughs> Like when a kid falls down, I'm always laughing. I'm like, "Get up, you're fine." Don't laugh yeah. like that. Yeah, that they, was just... they are. They're they're highly uh, yeah. uh, responsive on your reaction. They and are. And I and I learned that with L. So now with Porter, when he falls, I don't. I just go, "You're fine." Get yeah, up. you're fine. You're fine. Unless I, they're like, their arm is bent well, backwards yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I think that my whole <laughs> me making reactions to L has now put her where she is. We're like today oh like, one of my friends you know, my nostril hurts oh my fucking god one like, of my friend's sisters like her kid would trip and like kind of go down on their hands and knees and she would just lose her mind and it would be like are oh, you okay oh, baby oh baby Ugh. are you okay baby come here baby and the kid it was weird they would stand up and they look at their mom and they kind of look at us yeah like, and they'd look the back at their mom like, and they would react. just start crying yeah and, this and is it, how i need to react yeah, right now and i was i was always like this is fucking this is stupid this is stupid you fell on a tile floor and your hands caught you like you don't need to cry if you get like in a meat grinder outside, like if you fall down in a nasty gravel driveway and you tear your knees and palms, you know, like a palm cut is it the worst cut. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I Sticks get up, you, you get up and cry. Yeah. Get up and cry. Get it out of your system. Well, like, cardboard cut. With yeah. L, our new thing is are you bleeding? No. Are you crying because it hurts so bad that you can't stop crying? No. I don't need to hear about it. Yeah. Quit like, being a pussy. That's what it is. I don't say <laughs> quit being a pussy. Well, you can. I Adam mean, and Glenn when do. she gets older, she's still <laughs> fucking doing it. I'll say, quit being a pussy. But right yeah. now, it's like I don't need to know every single fucking ache and pain yeah. at all. Get about six, seven beers in me, and I'll start screaming, quit being a pussy. <laughs> and then, and then there'll be more burns. Watch me lay my arm on this grill. <laughs> yeah. Watch hey, me yell at your hey, kids. Hey, Glenn, let's get your son. Let's get the grill real hot and put his arms on it. And see, <laughs> yeah. see if he cries. Uncle Adam burned me. <laughs> Your son's oh, gonna man. join a fraternity when he gets to college. Oh, yeah, no. be like, "Hey, you guys want to see me burn myself?" He's the only kid that when they brand him, he just stares at everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> everybody else it. is crying. He's like, "Do what?" Yeah. Can I have another? <laughs> tell, tell us uh, downstairs. Devin mentioned something that was really interesting. Um, it's going to kind of play off our last episode a little bit. But surprisingly, both topics off of our last episode happened, happened this weekend. To him really? this week. I go to Atlanta to visit my girlfriend. And, okay, so first instance, we go to Goodwill because it's like one of my favorite places oh, to God, shop I in the world. Yeah. Um, she just um, get, got a record player, basically. So uh, I found the sweet Lionel Richie record. Oh, like that's one of cool. His best albums. Really? We yeah. have two of those. Yeah. Are you being legit right now? No, that's cool. Oh, they yeah. have records. Glenn and I will get. Good and I will we just hang Lionel out with each Richies. other and we'll, we'll listen to records. Just... I found him and uh, and Kenny Rogers. <gasps> oh, fuck. Greatest oh. hits. Is the man. Yeah. yeah. It, Greatest it, hits by at him. Goodwill? Yeah. Fucking and and it was, yeah. it, the Lionel Richie one was like the the best album that he has, the one where he's like laying down and there's like turtleneck. Is it a white suit? Yes. Yeah. Oh, we have the white suit one. No, no, that's Michael no, no, Jackson. No, it's, not the, it's not the Michael white Jackson's suit. the no, white. But... I don't know why I said. We yeah. have a white. We do have moment. a white suit. Lionel Richie is from the hip hop. Yeah, he did. He he never. Maybe did it that. was Michael Jackson before he got white. No, no. I, <laughs> this I have one no is idea. where Lionel Richie's like laying down when you open up the cover and he's like full spread. What songs are on it? Uh, let's see. Like the hello. Truly, truly. Oh. Yeah, that one. And then um, some kind of love. Uh, there's a few others that okay. I can't think of right now. Oh. Anyway, uh, so. Like we're all stoked about these records. Shit, that we got. I was wrong. The the one dancing on the ceiling. 
That's what we have. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, white Let this be a record. Yeah, he's doing like the Napoleon. Adam thought he right. was going to prove me wrong. Oh, fuck. He does I have the, no, he does I'm going to be honest with you. I was just saying that. I have no off. I know. He does the same pose on all of his records. Yeah. Yeah. He's like always got that one, one elbow lean. he's wearing lean. like a fucking pink suit. Right. It's, like <laughs> it's just different <laughs> styled suits just leaning or <laughs> laying. Ja- yes. Okay. So that's the one I thought y'all were referring to. Like Michael oh, okay. Jackson in the well, white suit. He did. Lionel Richie did the honest, same pose. Except it was a turtleneck. I think that's what I was thinking of. I think that's the album I you all have I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's. But then uh, Devin also thinks that Lionel Richie did that one yeah, too. Yeah. It's thriller. Yeah. That's yeah, thriller. I think that's the one you all have at home. I think it is. Anyway. So See, t- I can say when I'm wrong. Go ahead, Devin. Stop letting Jamie hijack you. We get these. Fucking So we get these badass records from Goodwill and we get home, start playing them and she is on Instagram. No shit. She sees an ad for vinyl records. Not like Lionel Richie or anything like that. But, but still, she, vinyl records. Like, still like, and she's probably hey, get, not seen get those before. Records. And she hasn't listened to our last one. She's usually pretty good about listening. But she hasn't listened to her last episode. And I was like, this is exactly what the fuck we talked about. Like, your well, phone is always listening. listening. Yes. Okay. It's always listening. There's no reason. Unless, I mean, I'm assuming that Anna doesn't go around searching for vinyl records no. online. No. And I'm sure she could probably corroborate. She's... Recently, never search because your your search history always dictates the ads. So yep. I'm not going to pull up my ads and suddenly have an ad for Yingling because I've or never searched click, for it. Or right. clicking on ads, I or clicked cl- on I clicked on an ad of a dog wearing a tri tie uh, a what was it Tiara? a dinosaur some sort of dinosaur. Oh yeah, those are cute. Yeah, well, I clicked on it <laughs> once. I went because it was are. it was a Boston Terrier wearing yeah. like a Tyrannosaurus Rex thing, and I went, "This is adorable," and then only thing i've had on my fucking instagram and facebook is yep. these dogs wearing fucking dinosaur costumes and fuck it's cute but it's we annoying. bought oh god we bought a costume for our puppy when when i was still with my ex and it was it was adorable it had like a thing you could snap around his head and the, it was a dinosaur no it wasn't a dinosaur costume it was a, it was a some type of it was it was a, maybe a dragon or something like that yes. and when you would snap it on him or a shark head. It was like a shark we head. Had a shark? Yeah, he would just stare at you. And he wouldn't <laughs> I move. I fucking hate you. So you, you would be like, come here, come here. And it was like a fucking stone statue. <laughs> he would just sit there and like stare off into space. And you could just see like his soul being torn so out. So imagine having imagine having your own offspring that you also do that too. Yes. And it's so much better. They just look at you still wanting to die. Yeah. But you're like, you're a tiny human. You have to. What was the... Uh, yeah, what was the second thing? Yeah, what was the second thing? So the second one, I was on my way home early this morning and I hear this super obnoxious Kia radio commercial <laughs> and it all i could think of was fuck, the fucking zach from <laughs> hey <Kia> man dealership <laughs> zach. hey man you're looking to buy a kia come down here like, sit in this machine this one was talking about come on down and get a, a a kia rio for it was like you were talking about like 250 zero dollars down and yes. then it goes and it goes no taxes on the purchase and i was like what the <laughs> fuck is going yeah. on dude they give they fucking give keys away man are you gonna go do is you gotta go down to a kia dealership you gotta have a pulse and and a, <laughs> and a driver's license and zach will come out and he'll just give you the zach keys is zach will be there he'll just fucking give you the keys. Like, i'll give you but the keys I, for you 800 guys, a month you guys yeah. need to hunt down zach I have do. Zach on the show. I do. What I should do is I should send an email to Kia Customer Service with a, with a link to that episode. I'm like, <laughs> hey, this is Zach. 
Uh, that's the record. There you go. That's what when you, ah, when you unfold yeah. it. There's a lot of la- Lionel Richie does a lot of lounging. He does, which he's I cool would as too. Fuck like that, and yeah. he's fucking rich, and he just does good music. So he just lounges he, all the time. He was a that dude's been epic for years. Oh. He's been epic. I mean, his his catalog a, is fantastic. He was a judge. He's the newest judge on American Idol. They brought American Idol back, and he. And you know what? I don't I, like him on American Idol. Okay, see, he bothers I, me. It's it's really over the top. It's really, really forced. I, I like him because I feel like Katy Perry and Luke Bryan are so over the top. Luke I, Bryan is is a, is functionally retarded. And <laughs> so that's my point. I feel like out of all three oh, of hey, them, man. the other two Ooh, hey. are are hey, way hey, more hey. over the top. Lionel Richie. I can't stand Katy Perry either. She oh, she's drives she's the worst. me insane. She's the worst. She drives me insane. It, Katy Perry, I think, honestly has one of those weird disorders where she, it, it's almost like now that she's famous, she's obsessed with being over the top and famous and she doesn't know how to just be famous but be normal. So she is always searching for another way to scream or yell or make some stupid comment. I'm going to shave my fucking head. Or, or wear some crazy outfit. But she's not that far from like how Miley Cyrus was two years ago. And right? everyone hated My- yeah. Miley Cyrus for a while. And then you know what she had to do? She had to change her image. Miley Cyrus went, fuck, I'm, I'm not this crazy person. Yeah. I can only stop shaving my armpits, walk around in crotchless panties, and wear a unicorn hat for God, so you long. Know way more about this shit than I do. Yeah, Holy yeah. Fuck. I'm just saying scary. it's crazy. Yeah, and I mean, not to mention Miley went from a really cute girl, someone who's super attractive, to having shitloads of trashy tattoos. But she's gotten back to tattoos. the the cuter. Everybody's got look. everybody's got hoe out, you know. I mean, oh my yeah. god, yeah. Is that they what it is, Devin? Their, their hoe out stage, yeah. yeah. Is that what Lady or Gaga did? Yeah. Hold out. Lady sh- Gaga, Katy Perry. I have Perry. the shittiest tattoo in the entire world. What are you talking about? I have I'm the shittiest. Looking at your tattoo. Is it a you pile of shit? You cannot see my tattoo. Oh, whoops. It is the worst. You got a tramp stamp, don't you? I, I not I only do I have it. Not only do I have a tramp stamp. Ugh. It is a tribal, <laughs> and it's <laughs> a fucking butterfly. <laughs> oh my Wait, god. Wait, it's a tribal butterfly? <laughs> yes. What the? F- how does that even work? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. awful. <laughs> I got it the day I turned eighteen. I went, I'm getting a fucking tattoo. When I was fucking 18, so I didn't think about f- anything except for I want a tattoo and I got a tribal butterfly, butterfly tramp stamp. And That's it is right. the worst. I wish that it's someone would, would would retake the power on the tramp stamp. Like You can. Oh, it's too just, late. Yes, you can. It's and just late. get tramp stamp like tattooed on their back. It's too just late. Like the whole uh, shindig where everybody was getting your name on their ass. <laughs> yeah. you remember that yeah my brother actually got drunk one night and like his friend was like if i pay for this tattoo will you get it and he was like absolutely so he got your name so he has your name i bet you like just like steve-o you know written in cursive yeah your name on his I bet your brother sheet. and me will be friends because yeah that's cool decisions. and that's cool that's like in a place where no one's gonna see it you yeah. know not me Every time I put a bikini on. We went yeah. to Mexico and I was like, I ate one pieces and Glenn's like, why? It was because of my fucking tramp stamp. Because <laughs> my got, tribal you, butterfly. Spend, spend it's, 200 it's, bucks and get a cover up. Big. Okay, it's spend 800 and get a cover up. Of what? Oh, I had $1,200. I, don't even, I just don't want it there. You just do. Have you ever seen the show Leftovers? Oh. The Leftovers? 
It's great. She, I, well, I won't give it away, but she goes and gets a this crazy cover up. She doesn't know what to do, and she's got that's the, the with Jennifer Aniston's husband, Justin. Yeah, Justin Yeah, Justin Thoreau. That's it. Yeah. Is okay. that his name? Yep. Yeah. The, yeah, it looks like Thoreau. Um, yeah. He, she has like her kids' names tattoo, tattooed on her, and she just walks in, and she's got this jet black enormous Wu Tang symbol on her arm. <laughs> And she said she looked at it and she was like, it looks like a phoenix. I'll take it. And didn't know that it was the symbol for the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. And, and so it's just obscene. It's stupid. You know? No, you can get really nice cover-ups. There's people I, that specialize I, in cover-ups. I understand that I could get a cover-up. Do it. I just don't think there's a cover-up, A, that would be cool enough to help Any a trans stamp. You, you, yeah. gotta, you gotta find the right tattoo B, artist. that I want to pay money for. He could for. turn that tribal into like a like a vine, like the butterflies floating on that's a vine. E- that's even worse. Crawling up your back. A I vine, mean, would you rather a have a tribal, tribal butterfly? I don't think or? you guys... This is like butterfly in the middle, wispies, tribal wispies, into the side, little designs. It's really bad. And I've gotten tattoos since then. Like, this one's for my daughter. This one, my best friends, and I have another one I'm getting for my son on my back arm. It's a peanut plant. Um, on your back arm? On the back of my arm, I'm getting a peanut oh, okay. plant. Okay, I was like, wow, what, what else do you have on your back that I don't know I about? I get a lot of fucking shit on my back. <laughs> Jamie's also got a tail. Yeah. <laughs> she has it one comes of those out of like the tribal. shallow house. It comes out of the yeah. bottom of the butterfly. The, the butterfly goes down the no, tail. No, it's the worst. <laughs> and, you know, I sat there with my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law came and uh, watched me get it done, and, like, he's he was five years older than me so rather than saying maybe you shouldn't do this he just sat there everyone has to make the mistake i've literally (laughs) never sat i've never been to a tattoo parlor i've never sat and watched someone get a tattoo um let's go get tattoos adam nah let's don't i gotta continue the legacy of ass tattoos my mom has one my brother has one your mom has one what's your mom hers is really fucking cool i think i might copy hers what is it it's like the rolling stones lips Oh, oh, that's kind of cool. On her yeah, ass? it's like it's like as big as like a silver dollar or something like that. So you're gonna do an ass tattoo? Yeah. The family legacy. Yeah, family legacy. <laughs> open box policy logo. <laughs> yeah, on your ass? the the logo, the yeah. brain, the coming brain, up. and open box policy <laughs> on your. But I want, your I want the brain to look like a ball sack. Yeah, <laughs> like a wrinkly ball. If we sack. would, I swear to God, if if Josh would still be on this podcast right now, he'd be like, "Oh, bro, let's do it. Yeah, let's do let's it. Let's go man. balls deep in it. Yeah, let's go balls <laughs> deep. Then we can monetize and get some t-shirts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get T-shirts made. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, I guarantee you, Josh would be so into that right now. I want to talk about. Oh, I, you guys miss him? Uh, no, not even remotely. Not even eye. fucking remotely. Oh. Uh, Listen, yeah, there's there's a couple stories that Josh did this week. <laughs> yeah, that just really pissed you know, us off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be weird. Uh, I want to talk about <laughs> something to see. I'm just saying, I'm being honest. Yeah. I've been thinking about something all week. I've I've had, I've had. A whole lot of stuff happened to me this week. Not me personally, my friends. I've had a lot of friends and a lot of friends that have had really, really tough times. I have always been kind of like grumpy, lovable, but grumpy, and and always the guy that people... That is legit you. I'm like lovable. You are lovable and grumpy. Even my kids are like seeing you, love seeing you in my head. Half of the time you're either grumpy or half of the time you're really lovable. Either way, it works. Yeah. It works you're both like times. The grandpa yeah, because the, the grumpy part, like a lot of times people are like, they kind of want to see if they can get you to not be grumpy. 
You know, so sometimes yeah. kids will they'll they'll yep. be like hi, and they'll like do, and, and it's really sweet. You if know, my kids, like, kids know Adam's so... coming over, they're just like, I want to stay up, I want to stay up and see yeah. Adam. And they're Adam super could, Adam could walk in and be like, and they'd be like, hey, day. who wants to throw their arms on the grill? Yeah, fucking, <laughs> yeah, fucking bullshit. Yeah, I, I'm like angry when I come those in. Biceps. So I had, I basically had an empathy overload. I've always been super super empathetic it's one of the traits that is least or or most little known about me that if if Devin came in tonight and he said I'm having a really tough time in my life right now like something is going on with me and Anna or something is going on in my life when Glenn tells me man you know Jamie got sick on her way home or or maybe a bitch. Or, or something happened yeah. I, I become that, though. I become super super empathetic so I had two friends of mine this week that just had all of this awful, awful shit happen to them. Oh. And I am incapable of removing myself from it. I am. And there's like there's like a, not a disorder, but they like write articles about this, about people that are so empathetic that they can't remove themselves from a situation and, and they become super like like depressed. Yeah. But it's crazy because I like I take so much oh. of that on. Okay. And one of the instances was like midnight. My, it, I literally stood up. I had finished a glass of wine. I stood up and was going to go to bed. I got a phone call. I, why was that funny? I was just because like I was drinking the beginning wine. Of a, a romantic novel. <laughs> yeah. I literally just got done with a glass of yeah. wine. The fire was crackling. <laughs> the wine was sweet. A yeah. low. Uh, tone. I sashayed across the room. Right. Sashayed. Yeah. Removed her clothes. <laughs> I removed my my silk All right. Come robe. on. Come the fuck on. Removed Let's keep going. his clothes. Um. Anyway, I got a call at midnight, and it was one of my friends in a state of pseudo like panic and despair, and I I knew that they had something had to be wrong. I would never receive a phone call that late. So I just answered the phone and I said, what is it? Like, what's going on? And he, he started in, he, he was like, something really terrible happened and I need your help. And, or he didn't even tell me he needed my help. He just said something terrible happened. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. So I, in the middle of talking to him, I put it on speakerphone. I threw my jeans on, grabbed my keys, grabbed everything. And I, I just headed out the door and I was Good like, I said, where are you right now? And he said, I'm, I'm here. I said, I'm coming there. Oh, please don't do that. This is totally unnecessary. You have to work tomorrow. I said, it doesn't matter. You did that for us. I had to go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just how I am. Yeah. You did that and for me when my truck spontaneously But those are, those yes, are. Yes. I, like, he was, he was like in out. the middle of a party and I called him and I hear like all this racking in the background and he's like walking me through on how to fix my truck. And I'm like, are you like at a party? And he's like, yeah, I'm just at a party. But yeah, I was at a birthday party. But yeah, those I just are people stopped. you need. Like, yeah. And that's how I've always been. We have been. lots have of be... friends, but we have very few friends that we will call in a situation. Where and, you actually need them, you know? Yeah, and, and it's not like we called Adam because They're we not knew. not trying to use me. But we called Adam hoping, and he was just like, fuck yes, I'm coming to watch your kids. I went to the hospital, like, on it. And we appreciate that, but you are one of those people that... Yeah. Yeah. And anyway, that's and, and it's a delicate balance. You don't want people to overuse you. Exactly. And you, and you, you know, you don't want to be you, there are sometimes when I have to I've taught myself in thirty nine years to say no sometimes. I'm sorry I can't. Yes. You know, that's how I say I'm sorry I can't. Whatever. Can't get everything sucked out of you. Yeah, but yeah. but I became completely 
overwhelmed. I had another situation with a friend of mine, and I'm going to kind of get to the punchline, but another situation where he is going through this absolutely awful, awful, disgusting breakup. It is disgusting. The what all the legal proceedings and all of the things going on about the child or the children. It is disgusting. And he is at a point where he just basically has said, I don't know what to do anymore. And I feel like I'm going to get fucked. So I've been spending a lot of time with him, counseling him and, and saying, not even just giving him counsel, just saying, listen to me. I, we need to put some logic into the situation you know, and, and, and think about this. But when it was over with, like I had a friend at my house and I, I sat down on the couch and we were talking and that, that friend is like, you know, talking and talking and talking. And I was just staring off into, into space and they eventually were like, are you OK? And I turned around and my, like eyes full of tears and was just sitting there. And, and I was just like, no, I can't imagine being in that situation. And I am overwhelmed with his like pain and his feeling now. And I just sat and I stared at my wall with like just tears in my eyes and had to get myself back to a point. So I had to look it up eventually. Like, so you'd like take on. I take it on all. It's your superpower, bro. But it, it 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 is like being like hyper empathetic and being able to feel what someone else is feeling. But you also have to learn how to turn it off. Yes, and that's so or that's else what you I want to know. Just be overcome with everybody's fucking issues. It. That's what I want to know. I was I've talked to other people recently. And because I've had problems with being a little over empathetic recently and people are just like, they just look at me and they're like, I mean, I get it. Like, you're worried, but why, like, why are you on the verge of tears? Yeah. And and I'm like, you cannot explain to someone who's not an empath or not em- empathetic what it feels to be em- you can't explain to someone who's not an empath. Yeah, like, well, it's like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, you but brought out a race of people. I have, I have. Yeah, yeah. I am not that. I, yeah. So that's crazy. I have another friend of mine who's not empathetic at all, and I called him. I needed counsel, and I called him and said, "Man, I got to tell you this really fucked up story. Uh, X, Y, and Z happened, and I don't know what to." And before I could get done, he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a fucking idiot. And I just sat there and was like, is that is that a normal reaction? And he was just like, ha, ha, ha. he's fucking stupid. Ha, ha, ha. But are you somebody who, no matter what somebody does to you, you would always be there? Or have you learned? You know or what I mean? Spiteful? You have no idea I how ask, many of my quote unquote enemies yeah. could call me right now and, and say I, I need you. And that's you, what I'm asking. And I would be there immediately. And that's the difference between you and me. I I went through a massive thing when I almost died having my son. And I lost, well, I mean, lost one of my very best friends because it just, it was awful. And I ju- and while I will still see her and we'll still hang out, um, which rarely happens anymore, I... I've given up. I can't. I've cut that off because the moment where, you know, my husband called her and said, like, her her parents are here. They're saying goodbye to her. She's going to die. And there was just nothing. Somebody that I've known my whole life here in Nashville and it was just done. If she called me tomorrow, I would go, I can help you if I can. But there's a thing in my brain that goes, God, remember that time. Remember that time. Remember that time. I'm 
but you must that, not have that. No. Yeah. I mean, that still exists. I, I want you to understand that still exists, but the empathy that I feel and, and how overwhelmed I get when someone is in need will will Overtake surmount it. that. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it just usurps it. And I, I can I, there's been a million times that an ex or an ex-friend or someone that I have no contact with ever will call me and I will I will like get up from my desk and throw every bit of my attention into that person saying like what is wrong what do you need and how can I help so you? So question for you does that make mm. you hypersensitive in a relationship? Hypersensitive in a relationship? I don't know. I mean when it, you basically are saying that you whether someone's wronged you or not, you will help somebody. You will always be that person. I think if what it what it makes me in a relationship is when I'm in a situation and I'm staring at someone and we're having a conversation, I might put more feeling or like I feel like they are feeling something more so than what they really are. Okay. And I might misinterpret because oh, you see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes, or or if somebody is... Like with an argument? With an argument. If I find that they're being a little misleading or that they're upset about something, I will think or I will interpret that because I'm already... So I'm already upset. Yeah. Now you add on whatever my you, empathy is, is yep. feeding me and it Or what you takes think it, your empathy is feeding And it you. takes it up to another level. And a lot of times it's just because you're adding it on to what already stress you have. So you just become so overwhelmed with it and you kind of think you get mis- you misrepresent the situation, basically. Yeah. It is. It's tough in a relationship uh, yeah. because my only reaction when I start to become super, super empathetic or I'm, I'm becoming a little overwhelmed is to turn off. Shut and down. To turn, shut down. It's yeah. to shut down. And, of course, when I shut down, it's not like – Oh, there's still empathy there, but I just need you to back away. It's creepily cold and removed and distant to the point where people get really uncomfortable. Like, my God, I cannot believe how cold you are, which just destroys me because I think to myself, I'm not cold. Oh, my God. You're like living in this roundabout circle of just. It's crazy. Fuck. It's crazy. So not fuck, but yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I'm not living like, in a better than a sociopath, fuck. I guess, but shit. Yeah. So I'm, I guess the, my question to you is now that I've told you all, like, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you all are empathetic. I mean, I know you're empathetic, but or maybe you're not empathetic. I don't know. Like, I, don't know, I, I mean, Jamie kind of said she's murder. not empathetic. Yeah. You're she not empathetic. To a no, I am. On the reg. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I listen to like nine <laughs> murder podcasts on the reg. Um, I'm empathetic. I'm empathetic. Um. To people I feel like are in my small circle of people who deserve it. And and by that, I mean, if you have done something to be outside of that circle, it has to be a big thing. It's not like I just throw you out for nothing. I will still help people and I will do the bare minimum if they're outside of that. But it's really hard for me to put my neck on the line, help you out, or do something that I know you would never do for me. That's you the violated thing. the circle of trust, fucker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but yep. yeah, I just, you know, gr- getting married and having kids and then you realize like once you had, I don't know, for me, once I had kids, it became a thing of, 
a little bit more protectiveness of people around me and people who... You became a little more sheltered. Yes. Yeah. And we that have certain things that we do, whether it's our boat yeah. or things that people can take advantage of. And we, over the last couple of years, it just... I become more protective about that. A little less bullshit. A what, little bit right. less of like. Do you think that has to do with having kids? Like maybe you have to be so empathetic to your for kids sure. that you, you don't have enough 100%. time. Hundred percent. Don't have enough time to be empathetic to anyone else. Like yo, I got 100%. kids. Hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Because literally. And I don't. I've got nothing. Fit sixty percent of my livelihood and everything that I do, security, empathy, everything that I do goes towards my kids. And the little bit I have left goes towards my husband, me, my family, and the the rest is a people, and the rest of the people who deserve it, (laughs) friends and friends. Adam is one. My very close friends, Cameron, Natalie, Amber, those people. Yeah, and And I can see that. And they, they don't deserve it. I don't have this. This again happened to me recently. We mentioned that I had a friend staying with me for a few days. It was weird. I looked over. I haven't lived with anybody in over a year. I haven't had anybody living with me. I looked over at him one night, like over beers, and we were just like watching TV. And I had like a moment. I looked at him and was like, man, I want you to know something. It's really good having you here. Aww. And he was like, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's nice to nice to be here. And and I and, I, and I, at that point I'm like giving this big empathy stream to him and like he's going, feel me he's open going, and deflect I, deflect deflect. Well, I forgot <laughs> this this guy is the guy that laughed his fucking ass off when I was like tr- like looking to him for like some support. He has no empathy whatsoever. Ever like you could fall on a bed of nails and be like gurgling, and he so would like be sociopath. like sociopath. Well, that's what you get. You fail. Not a sociopath. Pretty he close. doesn't. He doesn't want to see you in pain. A sociopath likes to inflict and likes to see you no, in pain. No, no, no. That's he a psychopath. D- a sociopath um, takes their feelings and makes <clears throat> them the same as yours. So if you psychology major, yeah. right there. So like. A, a psychopath is what you're saying. A sociopath has a really good job of taking what you're feeling and like trying to match that, but like with nothing else behind it. It's just a facade. Like they go, "Oh, thanks so much. That's so great." But they're not feeling that. They're just trying to match you and trying to agree with you. That's what a sociopath is. Look it up. I agree. I went to college. Yeah. I know things. <laughs> now a psychopath is completely different. So she, look it up. Don't make me do this. Last time you did this, you were wrong with a Lionel Richie. I was joking about. Oh Lionel. yeah, yeah, with the Michael Jackson thing. That look was up years sociopaths. Ago. There's a lot more sociopaths around. <laughs> that was years ago. You you probably have many friends with sociopaths. I know I do, or I used to. It's a it's, otherwise known as fake people. Exactly. They they they're really good at matching what mm. you are. So, I mean, the definition doesn't really, the definition doesn't really do anything to support either one of us. Here we go. A person with a personality <laughs> disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and a lack of conscience or conscience. Um, translation, Jamie is wrong. That's weird. That is I not true. Oh, it says it right here. Whoa, whoa. Is that Google Translate? <laughs> yeah. Translation. <laughs> Jamie is full of shit. Move on to new topic. Okay. Bro, is that from Webster's? <laughs> we were talking about Adam's topic. <laughs> yeah. No, I well, so I've always I've always associated someone who's a sociopath with 
I, I mean, I understand a psychopath, but like not minding if you're in pain. They they it just doesn't bother them if you're feeling pain because they're they're they fake emotion. It's yes. all their emotions and their reactions are fake. So if you were, but in, it's believable. That's the eh, whole thing. Yeah, sometimes. Well, it, unless yes. you're unless you can pick through it. This guy's not a sociopath, but it was just funny because I wanted him to be like. Yeah, with man. me and yeah. he was like he's at 100 percent shields <laughs> yeah you wanted he was to be like, like you right wanted... on man like yeah it's cool being here but that's like i'm <laughs> alone you wanted him to kids. be like i like hanging out with you too but instead it was like meh yeah or or yeah, yeah. basically it, it was it's like i don't he's i don't like, have anyone to live with uh, yeah and i end up spending i have a buddy of mine that lives down the road who i love he's a great really really great friend of mine and i spend an unbelievable amount of time in his house because so that's where you are when you're at our house? Basically. Motherfucker. Yeah, when I... What, <laughs> Not you. Do you know how many times I texted Glenn this weekend trying to get him to invite me over? Aww. <laughs> I was just like, hey, man. He's like, hey, buddy. What are you doing? He was like, oh, I'm smoking meat and stuff. Well, and I was we like, had, um, great. That's and I didn't, cool. text, well, we, I didn't text him again. We had, we had a guest this week, so... Yeah, but I could have come over. Anyway, so I was like... <laughs> then again, I was like, hey, man. Are you having a good afternoon? He was like, Aww. yeah, having a great afternoon. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it just ends right there. Yes, yeah. he, and then he I was like, tell you're like really grasping for He just for, thinks, he just thinks you're checking in on him, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey man, what are y'all what are y'all up to? He was like, I go, is Jamie upset that y'all didn't get to go to the, the lake? And he was like, Nah mate, she's sleeping. Me and Elle are pissed though. And I was like, Oh, rats. <laughs> <Did you>? <laughs> <laughs> I just kept texting. I was like, Will you fucking text me and invite me over to your house? <laughs> I'm tired of inviting myself. Oh my Listen, god! I'm still waiting on my invite, but you know, yeah, I never get one. Well, it's no big deal. It's whatever. Yeah, it was funny. I kept doing that. I was like, I'm, I'm just gonna keep. You. I'm gonna keep tapping Glenn. Just, Hello. I wanna. I want an invite, and I want to bring my my medium boat? sized dog, and I want your dog to whip his ass. Which? Well, oh, he, he's his dog's a big baby. Uh, my dog? No. Uh, Did you hear about our dog? Part of the reason I mean to go camping is because of he, our Great Dane. He got off the leash. He fucking freaked the fuck out. I got out of a movie with <laughs> Elle and I had all these messages from Glenn like, I lost I lost Hank. He's down the road. I don't know where he is. And then I came back and Glenn's like, I found him. I met the military man down the road. Hank lost his shit. Now Hank won't go in our backyard at all. <laughs> oh, I didn't at know. At all. It's, it's a fucking shit fest. It's awful. He's a baby. He's a baby. He'll get over a lot of this stuff. And Will I'm t- I, yes, I, have I have told, I have told Glenn a thousand fucking times, and I'm I telling know. you too, I know you all don't have all the time in the world. That dog needs professional I training. I know. And here's the thing. My daughter needs swim lessons. And like my my son needs Your to Your family to, needs food. Like, we, <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. Glenn gives me this. You son of a turned the water off Glenn last night. Glenn is this. Glenn, Glenn go, uh, you said if we get, this is my Australian, if you said if we got a great dine, that you would do the the lessons. He's like he's got a Cockney accent. I don't. Yeah. I can't Glenn, do it. I Glenn can't do it. Told me this. I I, I remember thinking to myself like, great oh, Dane. That's fuck. that's probably a huge fucking mistake. It's a huge fucking we mistake. Both, we both. And he was like, one. oh no, mate. Yeah, she, Jamie told me she. You great know, Dane's a great. Yeah, <laughs> she'll do all the training. <laughs> how can <laughs> Jamie will do all how, the training? How can you guys do a better Australian accent than me? But yeah. I did. I told so Glenn many, I would. So many pissed drunk nights with me with me being like say something say something look at him be like say this to me just say say beef jerky he's like oh beef jerky you know I'm like oh this is awesome and you yeah. just get a kid like and a then, little kid you're and like, then yeah. i'm just laying in bed with the earplugs in here 
We've got right. Yeah. <laughs> my earphones. Yeah. It, Jamie just texted me. He told you to turn down the music. Yep. Right? <laughs> but, but this is a Going good song. Hold on. Hold this. You think yep. you think I can just get one more song? He's go. like, yeah, it's probably fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then five for like three minutes, and then just like right five back. Five a.m. rolls around. They're playing fucking Africa on yeah. the back patio. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. 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 Oh man, oh, I can't tell. Happened so many fucking times. Anyway. Anyways, join us next week when we delve passionately into the emotions of a grizzly bear named Adam. (laughs) This is Devin. This is Jamie. This is Adam.